Hey guys, welcome to View from the Bottom. Welcome, welcome to our first ever podcast for Rock Bottom Hope called yeah. View from the Bottom. Uh, my name is Danny Looney. This is Justin Van Patten. And we are excited to begin this journey of bringing hope in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. With RBH, we're always looking for more ways to uh, just spread the hope of Jesus and encourage people and inspire them to a place of hope and changing their perception about rock bottom. So tell us about View from the Bottom and why we picked that name. Well, where we're at today, it's really easy to look around and see sad and hopelessness and isolation. And our goal through this is to offer perspective on where we're at, where we came from, why we are where we are today, and the hope that we have in Jesus. And on top of that, bring in others to share their story where they came from and really just share some insight on overcomers, on people who are actively struggling right now because we find ourselves nonstop in a place in between victory and despair. And we have victory in Jesus, but it's not to say that we aren't often reminded of where we came from. So we're here to spread hope through Jesus and help people just understand that they're not alone, truly. Right. And maybe, just maybe, we can change someone's view from Mm. the bottom and their entire perception of what it means to be at rock bottom, whether you are uh, in a drug addiction, whether you're suffering from alcohol addiction a porn addiction, maybe you just have some secret sin in your life that you haven't been able to let go of. Maybe there's bitterness, resentment, all the way to prostitution and sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going through, giving you the tools and the stories and the hope yep. that there is a completely different view from the bottom and that when you're at the bottom, you're looking up. And who do you see when you look up? You see Jesus Christ. Amen. And he will meet you right where you're at. Every time. Every time. So this is it. This is the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome. And we're up. What's up, everybody? Danny Looney here. Justin Van Patten. And we are bringing the view from the bottom. So excited. It's a good day. It is a good day. It's a great day to be alive. Yeah. It's a great day to understand and recognize why we're here. Yeah. What are we here for? That is a great question. I ask myself that daily daily you know like I go to work every day and I have to ask myself you know is this like and I get it like you're supposed to work for the Lord right not for man yeah that's scripture but but then I'm sitting there like how is this for the kingdom right you know and I'm always like I, I spend so many hours a week by myself in in a place, no matter what I'm doing, I'm usually by myself. Yeah. And it's like, how is this for the kingdom? And it's like, well, I don't know. Right. If nothing else, it, it allows me the finances to support the kingdom with my money or with my time outside of work or something like that. But I'm just always reminded that anything that we do can be pointed back to him, you know, right. and, and it's like, well, he came to serve so I can, I'll just be a servant. 
And so I, I try to take on that servant mentality as much as possible. Absolutely. I think it's really important to, like you said, remember that everything that we do is um, ultimately for the kingdom, you know, mm-hmm. and we get to choose, you know, maybe even sometimes we're not around other people, but we get to choose our attitude. We get to choose our perception. Mm-hmm. We get to ask God for his eyes and, and for his perspective in everything that we do. And when we're going to work, whether it be in a secular job or if we work in ministry or we're volunteering or we're working for pay, whatever it is, we we get the opportunity to face that time uh, as if it's for the kingdom and say, okay, Lord, we're going to bring glory to your name no matter what we're doing. Yeah. Right? Well, and, you know, you see it so often in people who are in scenarios you wouldn't want to be in. Like, right. How many people will go to prison and come out like one of the most devout Christians you've ever met who decided while I'm here... I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to make myself better. I'm going to lean into the Lord. I, I went to church all the time. I started discipling people in jail. And it's like, even when you're in the craziest places, that can be used for God as well. If you are looking for the opportunities to serve him and figure out what his purpose is for that. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's just about going back to the word of God Mm -hmm. and reminding ourselves, you know, why we are here. Mm -hmm. I mean, one, we are here to bring glory to God. Mm -hmm. You know, we are here to give him praise because he's worthy of every praise. He's worthy of all of the honor. And we get this opportunity to just thank God for waking up with the breath in our lungs Mm -hmm. and saying, Lord, this is a day that the Lord hath made, you yeah. know, that we get to rejoice and be glad in his creation and his wondrous work around us, you know, and yeah. we get this opportunity to just give God praise day in and day out. But what are some other reasons that we're here, man? Well, you know, I'm brought back to uh, Matthew five thirteen. We are here to be salt and light. You are so good. the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness... How can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And I think we're brought back to, you know, like, let people see you. Let people see what God's doing in your life. Absolutely. And also, stay salty, my brother. You know, <laughs> if there's anybody that's salty, it's certainly you, Justin. I try to stay uh, for sure. Like sweet and sour, that is my man right there. But um, you know, when I think about uh, being salty and being this example and and shining and allowing um, our good works to be seen by the people around mm-hmm. us, it really reminds me of the. Um, 
the light that's been kind of shown on the the big C church, you mm-hmm. know, the body of Christ um, as of late. Uh, and I think more so you see it just because there, we're, we're constantly bombarded by it, um, you know, whether it be so, through social media or the news. But, you know, the church, the body of Christ, it gets a lot of slack. It gets a lot of hate from the world, you know. Yeah. And I think that some of it, um, you know, is validated, you know, because we are not loving people and shining the way that God has uh, commanded us to. Yeah. You know, we're not living out our lives and letting our good deeds shine before men. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're getting into arguments. We're getting in, you know, we're we're judging. We're getting into a place where we're condemning the people around us yeah. rather than looking and saying, how do our lives reflect God so that others are attracted to the kingdom, so that others are attracted to the love of Jesus Christ? You know, people are searching for that. Mm-hmm. And we have the answer. Well, yeah, and it, you know, as you were talking about the light that shined on the big C church, I just had this vision of like when you, when you shine light on something, yeah. you know, it's what it lights up is usually what casts a shadow as well. Yeah. You know, and, and some of the I don't know, I would say almost most sin happens in the shadows, right. you know, and the the, yeah. the only way to really get around that aspect is more light. You know, the only way to right. to yep. remove those, uh, I don't know if it's temptation, but the, the availability of shadow right. is more light. You know, like when you're looking for something, what, you, you take a flashlight everywhere, or you turn on all the lights in a house, you know, you, you light up everything. Right. So Every even the shadow that's being cast by other lights is lit up by other lights and you almost blot out the darkness to where the darkness is so little you can't even see it anymore and it's like how many people do we know that live in darkness of isolation of sin of even in their religious life where they're like i'm a believer i love christ and it's like oh i've never seen you at church yeah it's a personal thing for me Right. And it's like that that's cool that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I think everybody should. Yeah. But we're also supposed to be a light. And how many times have you lit a candle and then put it in a closet? Never. Right. Probably cuz your house will burn down. Yeah. But also <laughs> also that's not what it's for. For sure. The light is meant to illuminate. It's meant to not only give people perspective on what's around them, but also act as a beacon. Yeah. You know, like a light on a hill. Well, that's like a lighthouse, right? Where most sailors like live and die by that light. Where if you are that beacon for people who are lost at sea in this world, who are just adrift and are like, I just need Jesus. And it's like, there's a light right here, bro. Come over here. We're right here. You know, don't dash yourself on the rocks. And I feel like if we are growing in that and understanding that each individual is a light 
to the world, right? Each individual has Jesus Christ. Like when you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're a Christ follower and you're running after him, your light, it should be growing and just getting brighter and brighter with each day because we're digging into the things of God and we're allowing our light to shine. And then when you have all these lights, these lighthouses, you know, walking around, going into the dark places, going out. I mean, where there is light, darkness cannot abide. It does. It casts its light on the shadows. It casts its light on all the darkness into the darkest corners of our hearts. And it brightens it up to a place where it's like the enemy has to flee. And people are attracted. They want the light in their lives, but they just don't know how to get it. But if we're all acting as lighthouses, if we're all going up on that hill and just shining bright and allowing, like that scripture says, our good works to shine before men, man, people come and they recognize that Jesus Christ is real and they start glorifying their father in heaven. And they're like, oh my goodness, I want some of that. I want light. I've been stuck in the darkness for so long. Mm -hmm. I am ready to be a light. And that's why we're here, man. That's exactly why we're here is so that we can attract people to the risen savior, Um, you know, coming up on Easter. Mm -hmm. uh, What a powerful time to remember that our savior didn't stay in the grave, but that he rose again on the third day and he came to give life and light to the people around him. That's so good. So good, man. Well, and it's so interesting that just inherently in us, light is safety. Right. Right. Like who in the right mind is going to go down a dark alley, you know? Yeah. But if it's a well-lit street, you probably feel more safe. You know, like we just naturally just associate safety with light. You know, like if you're like, I don't get this way, but I know people who do. But if you're if you're at home by yourself and you're yeah. scared, right? What's yeah. the first thing you do? You go through and you turn on all, all the lights, lights in the all whole lights. entire house. Yep. Why? Because evil hides in the darkness. Yeah. Right. If there's no dark, there's nothing that can right? sneak up on you. And that's how that's how life works is sin waits in the darkness. Absolutely. It waits for you to be like all right, God, I think we've done enough work today. We're going to turn the lights out now. Right. And then that's when the enemy wants to play is when you're like, no, no, this is, I keep the light over here and then different light is over here. You know, I I live, you see it a lot of the time with people who live separate lives, right? Right. Where they like to separate, well, this is my, these are my God friends and these are my worldly friends. Or this is where I do... This is where I do my good deeds, right? And then mm-hmm. at nighttime, nighttime is when the shady stuff happens. Yeah. Usually, you know, like one of my favorite sayings is nothing good happens after 11 o'clock. <laughs> right. You know? And then if you talk to a different person, they're like, yeah, nothing good happens after 2 o'clock. And it's like, man, well, that's a given. But <laughs> then the closer you get to 40, nothing good happens <laughs> after 9 o'clock. So I'm <laughs> just saying. Oh, my goodness. I love uh, in John 8, 12, it says, Jesus is speaking to the people again and says, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Mm. And how powerful that, you know, talking about light and how we are called to be a light to the world, but even Jesus recognized himself as I am the light of the world. Yeah. You know, and as we, again, going back to what I was saying before, deepening our relationship with God, going deeper with him than we've ever gone before, trusting him and surrendering ourselves fully to him, we are enveloped in that light. 
and we are taking it to the world. And that is exactly why we are here is to spread the light of Jesus Christ, to love on people and to bring them into the kingdom, to bring them into the light with us because there are so many people trapped in darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like what you were saying, the enemy, I mean, that's where the enemy hides. He yeah. hides in the dark because he knows that if the light is shed on him, that one, I mean, you'll see who he really is. And he is a weakling. He is nothing oh, yeah. to, you know, he greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Right? Yep. Every single solitary time. Um, but it, it, it just completely shrinks away his power and who he is. And you really see him for what he is. And you really see that, man, we belong in the light. Well, yeah. And the... I think you had a great point with, you know, like if you truly saw who the enemy was, you know, like you would see how small and insignificant, you know, it's like you just see these like beady red eyes in the complete darkness. That is menacing. And then you turn the lights on and it's a little rat, you know, and it's like, oh, that's it. Absolutely. You know, like, like God gives us the light for a reason. And there's the reason, you know that we fight the forces of darkness, yeah, you know, it's like, absolutely. It, it's all so, um, so polarizing, but it, it makes so much sense. And, you know, we're called to be light and we're called to be salty. Yeah. I think how, you just how, like saying how do you, salty. How do you find yourself being salty? <laughs> <laughs> how do we find ourselves being salty? You know, I think, uh, my first instinct when I think about being salty is that, man, I just got a different flavor than the rest of the world, you yeah. know, and it's okay to be different. A little extra. Uh, yeah, just a little extra, you know, um, I'm a little extra anyway, <laughs> but uh, just in general, I think that, um, we've got to look at ourselves and say, what what's the difference between me and the world? Yeah. And I think we've talked about this on a couple of other podcasts, but I, I always think going back to it is so key is just saying, how do we look different than the yeah. world around us? You know, um, how do we, um, in the biblical sense, taste different than the world around us? Like how mm-hmm. salty are we and how are we a different flavor than what's going on in the media and in, um, you know, Hollywood, all of these things that are just like pushed, the agendas that are being pushed. How are we different? And not to say, and not taking it in a political way, I'm just saying literally how are we different yeah. and looking like Jesus rather than following the ways of the world and honestly like blending in. I see some people and, and it's in a completely non-judgmental way but I look at some Christ followers and I think man like I really can't tell if they love Jesus or not yeah you know and it's not again like the least judgmental way possible but if we're gonna say that we are Christians what does the word Christian mean Mm -hmm. Christ like yeah so we've got to look at our lives and, and look at the light in our lives and say how are we reflecting? How are we salty? How are we different? Yeah. Right? Well, and I think that's a great point. You know, like, how can you tell? How, like, yeah. people looking at you, and it's like, how, how many, like, again, not to be judgmental, but how many times have you looked at people who you can tell they are religious, mm-hmm. and you're like, that's... Yeah. That's pretty bland, bro. It's yucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there, you got no they flavor. Nothing salty there. You, you got no Somebody flavor. Somebody needs some Johnny seasoning up on that. You got no flavor. Mm-hmm. Come on. But you can also be 
oversalted, right? Oh. Like, when, oh. it just just in the aspect of food, right? Like, have you ever had food with zero salt? It's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had food with way mm-hmm. too much salt? salt in your coffee. It's, it's almost inedible <laughs> to where you're just right. like, nah, nah. Right? yeah. Well, we no. need to be careful not to get too salty right. as well. You know, like yeah. in that of having that flavor and identifying with Christ and being that that spice of life, yeah. having. Christ with us, you also need to remember not to go too far and overpower people, right? Because it is, it's one of those things that there is a fine line cooking with it, right? Right. Obviously, in the time, it was meant largely as a preservative, but there's so many uses for salt that, like, if you were just to keep going, you're like, yeah, salt's also used for this. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's also great for this. Oh, there's so many uses. And... It's a great preservative. We're we're meant to preserve people's souls. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Like, like we're we're here to bring them back, right? So that they can be preserved for eternity. Yes. Versus lost into the lake of fire. You know, and it's like right. Whoa, it's way harder, way deeper than just oh, I need to stay salty. No, no you you're here to also preserve right. your friends and family yeah. and to make sure that they're not lost and it's like right. ooh yeah I kind of sometimes look at salt and light as truth and love yeah right because you've got the salt which is like strong and, and you're standing firm and that's kind of like that idea of the truth of God's word like I mean that's what's gonna if you're living the truth then you are looking different than the world because the world's living a lie period mm-hmm. I mean you know there's it's black and white. Um, yeah. We try to make it gray, but it's not. It's black and white. And then you've got the light, which is the love of Jesus. So the light is kind of like this uh, balance that brings to your saltiness because mm-hmm. you've got like this truth and you're standing firm and you're not going to waver. But at the same time, you're operating in the gift of love and you're operating in the passion and love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so you're presenting the salt that may be a little tangy, mm-hmm. but you're presenting it with this love and, and you're using it more as a preservative rather than mm, shall we say putting salt in the wound yeah or salt in your coffee cup <laughs> like that's not good not good at all <laughs> um i love pulling that prank on people but um, <laughs> so but seriously i think that you know you've just got to look at it as yes we are going to be salty we're going to be different we're going to have a different flavor and it's going to be good um but we're also going to be operating with the light of Jesus Christ shining around us and shining through um, each and every aspect of our lives. Mm -hmm. And we get the opportunity to bring people in on this journey with us and to really lead them to the love of Jesus. Yeah. Well, and I think we're, we're clarified what we're here for and what we need to be doing, but it doesn't always make it easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just knowing what we're supposed to be doing, why we're doing it. It doesn't make it easy. You know, you can be salt and light all day, every day, and not see, well, not physically with your eyes, right. see returns, right? right? Because God doesn't always show you mm-hmm. the work that you're doing right. in the kingdom. Sometimes the work that you're doing is far from you being done somewhere else, but you had an effect on it in this way yeah. where he was able to put it into his plan. But it, it's easy to get frustrated in the moment, if we're going through this and we're like, God, we're, we're doing what you're telling us to do. I'm being salty. I'm, I'm being, I'm being late. What, 
What am I missing here? Yeah, you know, I think that also we can get into a place of pride where we want to see. We're trying. We're we're wanting to decide what we see as yeah. far as a result is. You know, so let me just make it like bring it to something really really simple that maybe didn't mean much to you or you didn't even think about but when I was sick a couple weeks ago and you were like hey you know you were in the middle of like a really big job and you were working all day and all this stuff but you said you know I want to bring you by dinner that really made a huge impact on my heart and not just because it was incredible Thai food and um, it was you know pumpkin curry and it was delicious but also because I felt man like here's this guy who you know um, just is taking time out of his day coming and, and dropping this food off to help me feel better both physically but it's really affecting me emotionally and spiritually like it made a difference in my day and ultimately my life because I just felt like you cared yeah. you know and that was a big deal for me and so even though like maybe you're just being you you're being Jesus also like he's working through you it made a big difference and I think that sometimes we get in the mindset of what it has to look like when we are salt and light and what the outcome has to be but you can uh, do simple things being like Jesus that really change people's day and and alters their perception and you may never even know it like you said you may not know Mm -hmm. but you can be assured that god is working if you are choosing to be like jesus people are affected around you whether they say it to your face or you see it with your eyes they will be affected and i think that that's one of the things that keeps me going yeah it keeps me wanting to be like Jesus and it keeps challenging me to get outside of the box, get outside of my comfort zone and to be salt and light mm-hmm. is because I know that it's affecting people because it's affected me. Yeah. Well, and that's fun. And I, I appreciate that for sure. <laughs> but, but it's one of those things like how often do we feel that call where you just like get this little tug of like, you should reach out to this person just see how yeah. they're doing you know Absolutely. like or god just puts somebody random that you haven't talked to in forever and then he's like he's like do you remember this person and you're like yeah well why are you reminding me of mm-hmm. them god yeah and, and he just doesn't say anything and it's like yeah that first prompt should have been enough for you just to be like oh yeah i remember that person yeah maybe i should reach out to him see how they you know right. and, it, and then you'll reach out to them right and they'll be like I don't even know how you knew right. what I was going through today, but I, I, this is exactly what I needed. And how often do you hear that with like your videos or yeah, something you'll sure. post on RBH or yeah. you'll, you'll just get like a message from God where he's like, what about this? And you're mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's good, God. Let's go talk about this. And you're like, hey, I don't know if anybody needs to hear this, but I do today. Right. right? And then you just throw something out there and then somebody's like, this was for me today. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, it's me and you and them, God. And yeah. it, but that, that's just the one person who was willing to say something. Amen. It, for so every right. thing you put out there, there's probably a hundred yeah, people who sure. see it who say nothing. Right. Who are impacted by They've it. They've internalized it, might, it and it's made a difference. And it might not be like, oh, I was following the devil yesterday yeah. and I'm with Jesus right. today. It might not no. be that drastic, no. but it, but it's those little drips, you know, yeah. it's, it's that 
it's watering that seed that's been planted, you know, and you may not have planted it initially. Maybe it was their parents who planted it as a child and it's just being watered all these years as God does these good things in their life. And I'm so excited when we actually get to see that turning point where they're like, God's been working on me all these years and I'm ready for it. And it's like, oh my goodness. What a blessing for me to get a front row seat for this. But then we need to be reminded that you often will not. Right. You often will not have a seat in the arena at all. But being like Christ and following his example and doing those little things and following those cues, those little those little setups that God gives us, those are the things that make the difference over Absolutely. a long period of time. You know, it's that compound effect right. in our lives as well as others. And just being obedient, you know, yeah. there's strength just in obedience right. of just like, God, I don't know why you want me to do this, but I'm with you. I'm going to follow the I'm Holy with Spirit. you 100%. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me, but it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. Yeah. It doesn't need to. And that's exactly why we are here is to be salt and light, you know, and it is to be a reflection of who Jesus is. And that is what we're here for. Yeah. Right. One to bring glory to God in everything that we do. And how do we do that? By being salt and light, by being a different flavor, by being something that the world can look at and say, you know what? I need that in my life. And I see people, um, every single week, if not every day, make some sort of turn towards, okay, I need Jesus. I need more of him. I, I want to be like him. I need that change. I want to surrender. I want to get clean. I want to get sober. I want to get my life back on track. I'm ready to let go of these life controlling issues, you know, and, and every, uh, every time it just blows my mind that it is because of our, like you were saying, obedience yeah. to just do what God has called us to do and understand what are we here for? Mm-hmm. This is why we're here. Yeah. We get the opportunity. The only thing that we're taking to heaven with us is the person standing next to us. That's it. Maybe, you know, I'm prayerfully, hopefully, <laughs> I hope so. you know, um, but we, that's the only thing that we can take with us. Yeah. We are, we're not going to be taking this computer or these microphones or, yeah, you know, this sure. beautiful table, um, the lighting, none of it's coming with us, yeah. you know, not even these bodies will be given new bodies. And so I think that we get, uh, this opportunity to really reflect on why are we, why are we here yeah. and what are we here for? What are we doing with it? How are we living? And I just want to encourage you today that if you're listening to this, and you are asking yourself, why am I here? What am I here for? You know, what's my purpose? What's God's plan for me? Reach out to somebody and begin a conversation. If you don't know somebody that you can call personally, feel free to call our hope line to talk to one of our prayer team members or a hope coach. Uh, That's 877-423-4673. Get in touch with somebody from Rock Bottom Hope and understand that there's hope for everyone, that as long as there is breath in your lungs, there is hope for your soul, and there is a reason and a purpose for you here on this earth. We're so glad that you've hung out with us today, and I pray that this blessed you. Take care, guys. Love you guys. Have a good day. And that is what Rock Bottom Hope is all about, is teaching people, you know, that love conquers fear, that you can find hope in Jesus, 
And like we've been talking about through this whole podcast, he's faithful to meet you right where you're at and just as faithful not to leave you there. Yeah, and we might not be very good at this yet. And with time will come us getting better, better content, better people. And better people. Just, just with growth in Christ, we get better every time. So I see you're trying to replace me already. Never. But uh, with never. <laughs> this podcast is going to be awesome dude and we're going to have so much fun and we're just going to continue to use it as a tool to bring Mm -hmm. hope to others and we encourage you if you're listening to this and you made it to the end to share this with somebody you know that it might bring hope to to share our website to share um, our social media platforms you can find us on facebook and instagram um, share our share it on Spotify. However you want to share it, text the link to somebody that needs hope, to somebody experiencing rock bottom circumstances, yep. or just anyone that needs encouragement. Yeah, or if you find your pl- yourself in a place of isolation, needing help, encouragement, hope, we have a hope line. Amen. Yeah, our hope line is 877-423-HOPE. Resources. And you can call that. You can get connected to a prayer team member you can get connected to a hope coach and you can get connected to our crisis funds coordinator we we love you and we care for you and we really want you to know that we may not know you yet but we love you now take care guys have an amazing day